Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to The Marsh at Podcast Alley. This is the Cannabis 101 Podcast, episode 39. As I uh, welcome you into the program, my name is Dean Millard, and it is a pleasure to have you aboard the program. Remember, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. And we're going to try to do that today. We're going to help you out with uh, a number of things when it comes to your cannabis. Uh, joining me on the program today uh, will be Mike and Sarah Rafkin from What's My Pot. It's a really cool website that tries to match people up uh, with the types of cannabis they want and need, whether it be recreationally or medicinal. It's looking forward to bringing you that conversation. As usual, David Wiley from OZ, OkanaganZ.com, is going to drop by for this week in cannabis news. We uh, recorded this yesterday, so we didn't uh, have a chance to touch on the canopy growth layoffs. We'll touch on that in a second. But we did talk about just common sense uh, when it comes to uh, cannabis. Uh, the story about this eight-year-old kid that won a prize package is just ridiculous. It, it just is silly uh, we're also going to discuss the um, uh, aggressive and unneeded uh, extra vape tax in alberta uh, to buy a vape product in the spring it's going to cost you over 44 percent in taxes it's so silly uh, and we will have an update on some cannabis drinks and also we will be joined by chris ianson of course from nova cannabis jasper Ave. Uh, he is the uh, manager and he is our educator as well. So we'll talk with Chris about sativa from Houseplant. Yes, it is the uh, Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg inspired strain. Uh, so looking forward to bringing that one and uh, testing it out in What's That Strain with our educator Chris Ianson of Nova Cannabis, Jasper Av. Um, just want to uh, throw a couple of things out there. There's still this uh, reefer madness mentality uh, when it comes to cannabis. Uh, there are some towns that will not allow cannabis stores to open until after the school lunch hour, but yet they're allowed to be open on weekends. Like it just doesn't make sense. Kind of, kind of has like a footloose vibe where they they were trying to ban dancing. I, I, why not just restrict it to only be open when school hours? You got closed for recess and you're not open on weekends. It just, it makes zero, zero sense. Um, <laughs> you know, by, by talking about or hiding this, like, uh, some municipalities, governments, cities are trying to do, you're just making it worse. You just, you just, uh, just talk about it, normalize it, educate it. And People won't think it's, especially kids, won't think it's a, a bad thing because uh, it's certainly not. Um, oh, just, it's just ridiculous. Uh, what is bad, unfortunately, is the uh, the layoffs coming from Canopy Growth. 500 people, they are shutting down two facilities in BC, abandoning a greenhouse project 
in Ontario. Uh, a lot of investment went in before outdoor growing was given the green light. So that's really, really unfortunate. I, I feel terrible for those people. Listen, I, I know what it's like to lose your job. I was part of the Canada-wide cutbacks at Bell Media. I was working on TSN radio and boom, show gets canceled one night. You're doing a show the next day. You're not. And then you're looking for work. So I feel, I, I know the cannabis industry is going to turn around. I do, but these are real people with real families that are losing real jobs. So I just, I feel sick for uh, those people uh, that are going through this troubled times right now uh, in the cannabis industry. Uh, This isn't going to make up for it, but I do have something that will cheer you up. A new song from My Dead Dog. Uh, We'll we'll hear the, uh, the weed song a little bit later. Uh, But stay tuned at the end of the show. We have a new extra song courtesy of my dead dog, uh, a cannabis uh, enthusiast and artist of the highest variety. So there you go. And I want to tell you about the Cannabis and Hemp Expo April 25th and 26th at the Edmonton Expo Center. You can get your tickets at CannabisHempExpo.com. That is www.cannabishempexpo.com. We will be giving away uh, some tickets on this show. Uh, So make sure you uh, stay tuned for that. Keep listening to future episodes. We will get you in the door for free. But we will have a booth at this event, April 25th and 26th in Edmonton at the Expo Center. We will be on location. We will be recording episodes. So if you want to be on the show, you just have to come find our booth. Tell us you want to be on the show. We'll have a conversation with you, and it'll be on the upcoming episode. I'm really looking forward to that. We might be doing some live streaming. There's a lot of things uh, that we can do. So April 25th and 26th at the Edmonton Expo Center. You can get tickets at CannabisHempExpo.com. Keep it locked on the Cannabis 101 podcast as well, as we will have some free tickets to throw your way. All right, I've done way too much before I got my groove on, so... I want to find out right now, what's your groove? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Weed is awesome. This is great. This is the bee's knees. All right, when I say what's your groove, I'm wondering if you're grooving with anything during this show. Um, If you're smoking a joint, a bong, you've got some CBD maybe, some THC, maybe you have some edibles, some oil. I don't know. I want to know what you're grooving with when it comes to listening to this show, if indeed you are grooving with anything. Uh, I am going with the, uh, uh, the Silo Vape Pen. Uh, for those of you watching on uh, YouTube or the Weed Tube, I've got this uh, vape pen that I uh, picked up at uh, Plant Life, and I am going with uh, Original OG. Whoops, sorry about the uh, mic bump. Original OG from Spinach. Uh, so let me get my groove on. These vape pens are. So nice. They're so discreet. Uh, You don't need a lot. And the taste is there as well. Really, uh, these are a game changer 
for uh, a lot of people. So uh, that's my groove. Want to know what you're grooving with, if indeed uh, you are grooving to anything. All right, uh, rolling along the program, I want to remind you that you can get a DNA kit from Lobo Genetics with a 50% off promo code. That promo code is Cannabis101, all one word. Lobogene.com. It is really like having your own bud tender. Uh, you can get 50% off your DNA kit when you use the promo code Cannabis101. And uh, the cool thing is, when you do your THC or your CBD test, uh, you find out uh, how you metabolize THC, if you're at risk for negative mental health effects or memory loss uh, from THC. And then there's different results for CBD as well. So not only do you find out how you deal with cannabis on a personal level, but then you also get strains recommended to you depending on what you are looking for. You're happy, you want to be happy, you want to be focused, you want to be energetic, you want to be calmed down, you need some pain relief, things like that. It really is like having uh, your own bud tender. And um, we are uh, giving our listeners 50% off when they use the promo code CANNABIS101. And uh, the results have been really, really positive. Uh, this is a, an email I received from Kevin. Uh, says, wow, uh, this email is incredible, and I'm extremely grateful to whomever at Lobo who took the time to help me process the info contained in my results while recommending some good strains slash THC CBD ratios, dosage, dosages, etc. I really appreciate this and will continue to recommend this service to my friends. Also very much interested in taking the CBD side of the test. Thanks again. Sincerely, Kevin. Uh, and there you go. Uh, it was uh, the email he's referring to is, uh, somebody from Lobo Genetics uh, explained the process as he was having a hard time figuring uh, a few things out. And, uh, you know, he's really, uh, really enjoying it. Uh, and uh, got this one from Chris says, uh, hi, Dean, I've got nothing but great things to say about Lobo Genetics. They were fast, courteous, efficient and friendly to deal with. I highly recommend them. Thanks for your help and direction on this matter. Keep up the good show. Uh, so big thanks uh, to Chris. Uh, for coming through uh, with uh, an email to us and taking advantage of getting 50% off your DNA kit at Lobo Genetics. So uh, just a couple of uh, things from some listeners uh, that uh, were happy uh, with using that promo code and uh, getting their DNA kit and their results. It, uh, it really uh, can be a game changer. And I'm pretty excited to be involved with the uh, Lobo genetics. All right, we'll get to our cannabis question and what goes well with cannabis in just two seconds. Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. 
That is uh, another great song from the artist My Dead Dog. That's the Weed song. We'll have a special extra song on every show and uh, starting today, a little bit later on in the show from My Dead Dog. Uh, some uh, cool songs uh, that a, a good friend of mine puts together. All right, uh, the cannabis question. Let's get to that um, right now. And it is, what is your go-to need some sleep strain? What are you going with when you need some sleep? We have a Cannabis 101 podcast prize package up for grabs uh, if you want to participate. And uh, there's how you can get in touch with us on Twitter at the Cannabis or at Cannabis 101 podcast. Instagram at the Cannabis 101 podcast. Facebook, the Cannabis 101 podcast. Or you can email us if you would like to remain anonymous. We will not use your name at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. What is your go-to need some sleep strain? Um, I go with uh, Granddaddy Perps. Um, I just think uh, it uh, really relaxes me on uh, a whole new level. Uh, So that's what I'm going with. Um, Just going to look up on our uh, Twitter account here. Uh, we had a few people uh, chime in on uh, this one. Uh, What's my pot? Who will be on uh, the program a little bit later? Says all the perps. Uh, we've got some pink cushion purple chitral on deck for bedtime. I've had some of that. Uh, the chitral. It's uh, it's very very tasty. So you can get a hold of us uh, on Twitter at cannabis one hundred and one. Uh, Gorilla glue was my go to for a while from a general. Uh, Travi says, I usually use White Death or GSC distillate. I prefer distillate because it usually hits hard and fast, nice and euphoric, calming and relaxing, uh, most definitely. And uh, Carrick, that's me, says Tweed Indica. So a few responses uh, from our listeners on uh, Twitter. Uh, you can get a hold of us uh, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can email us, Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. All right, uh, before we get to our uh, featured interview, we got to get to uh, what goes well with cannabis, and that is anything that pairs well with the plant. I'm going with uh, outdoor winter activities. Uh, we, we went uh, sledding uh, on some machines uh, a while back. I was not driving, uh, so I was able to uh, enjoy some cannabis. Uh, it, it was, you know, we weren't going very fast. We were just doing in some trails and, uh, just being out and about with, uh, nature, seeing some uh, animals and, uh, just enjoying a beautiful white winter day in Alberta. And then the ensuing hot tub that followed, that was probably the best part. Uh, so outdoor winter activities followed by a nice soak in a hot tub is, uh, where I'm going with when it comes to what goes well with cannabis which is anything that pairs well with cannabis. If you have something that pairs well with cannabis, hit us up, uh, search for us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can email us cannabis one Oh one podcast at gmail.com. We'll dive into what's my pot, a very cool website. When we return in a few seconds on the cannabis one Oh one podcast. Cannabis 101 podcast, 
your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Very excited to welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast the creators of What's My Pot, Mike and uh, Sarah Rafkin. Uh, Mike, Sarah, thanks very much for joining me. How are things in Ontario? Thank you. Uh, Cold. Very cold. Cold and dreary. Uh, you, you know, uh, I, I grew up in Manitoba where it's obviously very cold, but it's a different cold out mm. west. I, I was at a World Junior in 2015 in Toronto. It was warmer mm-hmm. warmer in uh, Toronto than it was Edmonton, but it, it was one of the coldest feels that I had because it comes off that lake, mm-hmm. right? So I understand. Yeah, it's very, very like bitter wind, like very, very cold wind here. Yeah, it's brutal. Awesome. Well, I wanted to have you guys on because I think what you guys are doing with uh, What's My Pot is really cool. And by the way, people can find it at whatsmypot.com. So, uh, Sarah, maybe let's just start with uh, how did What's My Pot start and why? And then we'll kind of get into exactly what it is. Sure. Um, so when, it be- when cannabis became legal, um Friends and family of ours knew that Mike was already uh, using to treat his diabetes. So we started getting questions from all these curious people. You know, what is THC? What is CBD? Right? Because all of these new terms were out there for people to hear and nobody knew what the difference of anything was, indica, piva, etc. And we're like, well, what can we do besides repeating ourselves on a daily basis, <laughs> trying to help people out? So we started sort of just doing some of our own research. And then we're like, we should like build a database of this so we can just send people there. And then it would make it a lot simpler. Um, and then once we started building the database, we started realizing there was a lot of research out there that people weren't aware of. Um, and especially with regards to the terpenes, uh, and we're like, wow, like, you know, I think, you know, Mike said, like, I think I can make a database with regards to terpenes specifically, because really no one was talking about terpenes at all. So we just, that's what we did. We decided to do it. So over the Christmas break last year, I think was when we started um, collecting all the information. And yeah, we had it sort of a rough, you know, a rough draft of it going about three weeks later. So Mike, uh, where is it just redoing research um, of, of different things that you, you originally started uh, this with and, and has that expanded? Yeah, so uh, it, it, it started out exactly like Sarah said, you know, it's like my parents came and they're like, what, what is this stuff? What do I take to help me sleep, right? There's no, I, I see 153 products here, but what, what makes them different? What are all these different terms? I don't understand anything, right? Um, so a lot of the sort of early work was in both understanding what, the different components did as well as how do we communicate that to a reasonably cannabis naive population like our parents. So true. Um, and, and that's one of the things that, uh, you know, we fast forward 10, 15 years, hopefully 
that newness and that fear has uh, kind of worn off. Um, Sarah, how would you describe the purpose of What's My Pot? Uh, to help your average, you know, new newbie, cannabis newbie, figure out what strain is right for them. Because, you know, we want people having a good first experience. Um, if you get the wrong strain and you're trying to, if you're trying to treat something, especially you're trying to treat insomnia or headache, etc. If you get the wrong strain and you don't know what you're doing and then it doesn't help them, they might think, oh, like it's not working. It's not for me. So we just want to make sure people have a good experience and find some help. Well, and it, and it's so true, Sarah, in that uh, how mm-hmm. many people have we talked to or you talked to that uh, tried mm-hmm. somebody's edibles that they made uh, at home yes. experimenting yes. and had a terrible experience and never want to come back? Yes. Yeah. And they're like, no, it's not for me. And yeah. I'm like, well, are you sure? You know, did you try, you know, when did you try it? Was it just like, did you, was it just, you know, horrible clippings that someone gave you or right. was it too strong of an edible, right? So it's, yeah, cannabis can be an amazing experience and it can be bad if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, you know, when, when we look at the information, Mike, that people can find on here, this is applicable for, you know, people that are brand new to cannabis or even, you know, pre-legalization, my experience was here's $50, give me my bag. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to use it and I'm going to use that and go with that. So now Mm -hmm. people that are even experienced with cannabis can find out what they're using. So Mike, what sort of information can people find at What's My Pot? So uh, the site is basically three primary tools. Um, the first tool is, is the quiz, right? So we have a, a medical one that is more geared towards treating a symptom and a recreational one that's more geared towards a particular sensory experience. You know, give me a sweet blueberry sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so just pretty straightforward. You go through, we ask you a few questions. And the site can basically build up a profile of what would your ideal cannabis, you know, in theory look like. And then once you pick a province, we can say here are the real products in these provinces, which are the closest to what your ideal profile would be. Um, Complementary to that is what I call the advanced search. Um, This is basically if you already know what you're looking for, um, but you want to say, you know, uh, restrict a particular price range or you'd only like products with a particular terpene. Um, these kinds of filters are not available on the government website. Um, so our advanced search just kind of uh, gives you more flexibility in drilling the 200 plus available products down to just the stuff that you're looking for. Um, and then the last dimension is what we call the cannabis knowledge base. Um, so this is actually the database that is underneath the quiz. Um, but through the knowledge base view of it, it is essentially answers the question, what do we know about cannabis and X? Um, where X is, I believe at last count, 123 topics. Wow. Uh, so, you know, like cannabis and driving, cannabis and pregnancy, cannabis and multiple sclerosis, right? It's sort of, for a lot of different topics, we've, uh, I, and I've, pulled, I've actually gone through, I, I've read everything, and I've pulled out 
a lot of the metadata. So like, was this a, a placebo controlled study or was this a Petri dish with, you know, a side of rats? Right. Um, and I make all that information available along with a summary of the findings of each paper and then a link over to PubMed if you want to continue your research. It's so cool. Um, uh, you know, I was uh, exploring on this. Uh, first of all, I, I uh, took the uh, the quiz and I really enjoyed that uh, because, uh, you know, based on your choice of whether it's sweet or sour or tangy, uh, you know, you can get into so many different things. And, and we'll get into that in a second. I like your smoking 101 uh, that you have for, for people that are new to cannabis that think the only thing out there is a joint. Uh, this is a whole new world for them. Yeah, and uh, so that's uh, the Smoking 101 was uh, sort of one of the later additions to the site. Like, I think it got added in version four um, as just, you know, part of our appeal to the education, especially of new users and of, you know, older users who are, uh, you know, perhaps not aware that this, this newfangled technology has sprung into existence since the last time they tried it. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I, I think the the database uh, of information that you have is is awesome, and I and I really appreciate that you take the time to make sure that yeah, this study is legitimate, and and this is or you know this is something that there isn't uh, evidence right now of, and and you make sure you you point that out. And I can only imagine how much work it would have taken uh, to to do this. Um, you know, uh, Sarah, maybe maybe you could answer this one about uh, you know developing this website uh did you guys have to have some cannabis used to relax yourselves after you know certain <laughs> nights of development yeah after we had read so many journal medical <laughs> journal papers that we were going cross-eyed yeah definitely <laughs> yeah we just did a lot a lot of reading because it was really important to us that we got legitimate papers you know because there is a lot of fluff out there mm -hmm. Um, and we didn't, you know, we wanted to do this to help people and we're not going to help people if our data is inaccurate. So, yeah, it was, um, sorry, my daughter's asking me for a snack. <laughs> 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 um, but yes, it definitely did help us relax after that. We did, like I'd say, you know, it took us three weeks to get that rough draft out and we were literally reading, you know, for three, four hours a day sourcing all of this material so it was um yeah it was a passion project for sure uh, so I, it was a team effort yeah, I, I, it, it yeah. would have had to have been, uh, you know, I, I know what I know what it's like uh, uh, when my wife is doing something and then I try to help her. Uh, it doesn't turn out very well. She just uh, she just likes to do things uh, by herself. But uh, yeah, I, I, I had. Yeah, go ahead. I um I ended up I had to teach myself how to make uh, create the website um, because I had never designed a website before, but I was determined to do it. So I was like, Mike, give me like a quick like how to do this and he did that and I'm like okay now just take the kids upstairs <laughs> like, just leave me alone for like five hours and I'm gonna make this website look nice <laughs> he was like okay <laughs> oh yeah no doubt uh, well I I know Sarah that this started out with a lot of uh new to cannabis people wanting the information but as you mm -hmm. as you guys evolved uh, I'd imagine every cannabis user could get something from what's my pot 
Yeah, definitely. Um, we've had people reach out to us and say, like, you know, I've been smoking for years, but your website actually helped me figure out why I like it and what right. my favorite terpene is because I'd never had that information before, right? And, you know, other people are like, your site helped, you know, convince my father to try it, right? Because sometimes people just need a little bit of reassurance that it is legitimate and it will help you, right? So our our backup research helps with that a lot. Uh, that's, uh, you know, the, getting that uh, positive feedback is uh, is so important just mm-hmm. to kind of let you know that you're you're on the right track. And, and right now, mm-hmm. uh, you guys are Ontario and BC. Uh, Mike, why just mm-hmm. those two provinces? Um, well, because I guess a lot of weed gets smoked in them is, uh, <laughs> is reason number one. Um, so I guess the the reason why not Alberta is because their online store needs a login, and it is it's much more difficult to redirect a consumer there mm. and to pull the data that we need to make the site work. Right. Uh, yeah, that is, that is a good point. And I know they've had, they've been having some issues, uh, with, uh, online sales, uh, from, from what people have told me as well. So do you plan to, uh, I guess, expand, uh, past those two, uh, provinces? Um, and, and, and I guess, what do you need to be able to do that? As you mentioned, the website is a little bit difficult to use as far as redirecting. Um, do you know, do you have plans to be countrywide at some point? Uh, we do absolutely have plans to be countrywide, um, hopefully this year, if all goes well. Um, perhaps starting from some of the Atlantic provinces. Tell me about uh, just, I guess, the, the, the process. Uh, you, you find a, a strain and you do as much research on that particular strain, or is it just cannabis in general? Um, so I mean, I've got a, I've got search alerts set up on PubMed that ping me whenever interesting papers show up, um, because at the end of the day, I we we try to be a, a database of science that can suggest cannabis rather than a database of cannabis, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, um, it does. So for the most part, I've just got scripts that watch the listings at the stores can automatically, you know, add new listings. And as long as the stores are good about listing terpenes, everything's fine. Um, one challenge that I've been seeing lately, especially in Ontario, is either the OCS is getting lazy or LTs are getting lazy and they're putting up new flower listings with no terpenes. Yeah. So what's in here? Nobody knows. Um, I've been trying to bug some of the LTs about that, and even the ones that seem to be receptive, you know, it's been a month and nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. So uh, going forward, I mean, I I would certainly advocate that a, a, a store should put out as much information as possible in an effort to educate their consumer, but... Fortunately, I see it flipping the other way. Yeah, you know, at, at some point, it's going to be great when we are, uh, we as a consumer are buying cannabis 
based on the terpene profile as opposed to the THC uh, percentage. And, and there's other mm-hmm. things that you can buy it. And once we know all the more uh, cannabinoids, it'll be great. But uh, I use the analogy of, you know, most people don't buy wine by alcohol percentage. So I don't think you should with cannabis either. You can get uh, mm-hmm. more bang for your buck from a 13 percenter than you can from a 23 percenter sometimes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. hopefully with some of the micros coming online, we will see some more of those lower THC, higher terpene products. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's sort of already visible in the form of tantalus, for example. You know, it's it, it, it stuff that hits surprisingly hard for being 13%. Like if, if you didn't see that 13, you would not have believed me. And I, I, I hope this is where the market is going. Yeah, some of them, they just hit, uh, they, they punch above their weight as far as uh, THC percentage. And, you know, the, the strain, we do a segment called What's That Strain every week where we explore a specific strain. And we're doing houseplant sativa this week. And on their website, it's amazing. They list the percentage of terpenes. So caryophylline has 26.4% and myrcene has 23% of whatever. Mm -hmm. It's really amazing and and very forward thinking, in my opinion, on, you know, Seth Rogan's Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and Evan Goldberg's uh, company to to be able to be as transparent as possible. Mm -hmm. The BC store was really good for that, actually, when we were, right? Was it BC store? Yep. Yeah, the BC store was really good for that. Um, almost all of their strains had percentages, which is great for us because of the majority of our research papers, well, maybe two-thirds of them are terpene-based. Yeah. There's been a lot of research, right? So, And that's what our quiz is tied to is the terps. So if we have more detailed information, then our quiz is even more effective. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Sarah, you mentioned Mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, a lot of uh, consumers have reached out to you and, you know, you you mentioned that, uh, you know, you help my dad or you help this and Mm -hmm. I'm learning about it. Uh, What about uh, feedback from, from within the industry? I mean, uh, you know, I've, I've seen people within the industry as Dan Sutton from Tantalus Labs was the guy who, you know, alerted me to, to you guys. So what sort of feedback are you getting from those within the industry? Um, generally, you know, we haven't gotten a lot of negative mm-hmm. feedback, so that's for sure. Um, generally people like it and they want to help us, you know, we have people like pointing out, you know, like, Hey, it would be great if you guys could like try this or add this, which is fantastic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Mike has had actually a lot of interaction on Twitter with, uh, LPs and, people that you don't think are higher up um, in the cannabis world. And then you find out they're sort of incognito on Twitter and you're like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> like you work for who now? <laughs> um, but yeah, generally they really are interested and they love it um, because bottom line, if we help people find the cannabis that's right for them, then their sales goes up. Right. 100%. So that, that, that helps. <laughs> Mike, what's that experience been like interacting with, uh, you know, those people in the industry? Um, I, I, I would say almost overwhelmingly positive. I think uh, most people I talk to are supportive of what we are doing and feel that we are essentially filling a gap that the government and legalization has left behind. 
Well, I, I couldn't say that any better. I mean, uh, I, I want to ask you about your thoughts on legalization in Canada so far. And um, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that I can go and buy a joint and bring it home and smoke it and nobody's going to call the cops on me. I'm really happy that the amount of research uh, that's being done is going to uh, really propel us forward. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, um, you know, the, to me, the government is doing the bare minimum um, that they have to do. They're legalizing it, but they're not helping move the needle to end the stigma. What do you think about legalization so far, Mike? It has certainly been a giant leap in the right direction. Um, but I would argue that uh, some of the people that need the help the most, which were, which were the medical patients, under the old, uh, more tightly regulated regime have been left behind. Um, I mean, it makes sense from a business perspective if you're an LP, right? Now that recreational is open, you know, you've got a significantly larger market as opposed to your, you know, a couple hundred thousand medical patients that we have in Canada. But it's, uh, it's, it's a little bit disappointing that, for example, um, CBD oils, became practically unavailable mm-hmm. up until about the middle of 2019 when, when the supply sort of came back up, right? And that's disappointing. Yeah, and, and, and that's something that uh, really hasn't been given a lot of attention of, of what has happened on the medical side since the uh, the rec market uh, came about. And, and, you know, honestly, that's something I didn't even know a, a whole lot about. So, you know, the, the, the hope is that there's a balance. And, and do you think it's getting better in that balance? I mean, we've recently heard several LPs shutting down their medical programs completely and just mm. saying there's, that this isn't worth it, right? But on the other hand, there are, there are still some producers that focus on medical exclusively. Um, I, I hope that those producers are able to hit the niche, um, as, uh, uh, especially because the, the medical consumers tend to need higher potency products. Right. Right. So it, I, I, I really hope that some of the non-base concentrates like shatter, hash, like the various forms of hash and dry sift and keef and all that good stuff start showing up to medical patients soon. Yeah, it's it's a, such a, a a good point that they're you know rosin or or live resin or whatever it might be um, that has such a higher potency and and that would be uh, the perfect thing. You know, hopefully we start seeing like shatter vapes and and things like that that are available for uh, medical patients. What do you see as the future? Uh, when you, when you look into the future, Mike, um, you know, is it uh, consumption cafes? Is it resorts? Is it um, the medical side catching up, but what do you think is the next step in uh, legalization in Canada? I, I think it's going to be a slow loosening of the restrictions. Um, the, uh, the, the, all the stuff that's going on right now with the conversations about the consumption cafes, I think are the first manifestation of that, that we are actually seeing. Um, and I mean, as it becomes, as, as, as we get further and further away from legalization, it becomes the norm just because it is now the norm. <laughs> so hopefully we need less and less regulation going forward. 
For sure. Uh, Sarah, I'm going to give you the last word in this conversation. And uh, I, I, I'd, like, I'd like to hear your ideas on what do you think the best way to end the stigma of uh, cannabis yep. is? Uh, just more people sharing their stories. You know, um, there's a large group of, you know, now the new term instead of wine mom is weed mom. Right. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, right. Uh, you know, and yeah, just like being honest about your experiences and sharing it because the more we share, the more people feel less intimidated, right? A little mm -hmm. bit less scared. Like, oh, well, if my neighbor was trying it, maybe I could try it too, you know? So I really think just having more conversations is crucial. Yeah. Normalizing it and making it, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, known that it's a uh, part of a responsible, uh, healthy lifestyle. Yes, knowing that, you know, people need to know that it's not necessarily people getting high all the time. Right. It's microdosing. It's not just one thing. It's not a bunch of, you know, you're not a huge stoner if you use weed necessarily. You're using it for all different purposes, right? It's not just recreational. It's medical. And, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, my slogan on this show is it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. And I think a lot of people, uh, exactly. you know, can, can, can go yeah. with that. Uh, you know, there's some people that do love getting high and there's nothing wrong with that. And there's some people that uh -huh. uh, enjoy the, uh, just the other health benefits without the psychoactive uh -huh. effects. And, and that's why yeah. the plant is so great because it, it can bring in so many people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, I try to compare it to alcohol in that it's better than alcohol, but, you know, because people will talk about wine and beer, mm -hmm. but when you bring up cannabis, they're like, oh, like, oh, who, you know, yeah. what, right? For some reason, but it's like, it's no, it's no different. For some people, it's like, I would rather smoke a joint than have a bottle of wine, you know? So it's, I feel like I try to talk about cannabis with the same casual attitude as alcohol. Excellent. Uh, I, I really have enjoyed uh, this conversation uh, with the two of you today, Mike and uh, Sarah Rafkin from What's My Pot. You can check it out at whatsmypot.com. Uh, best of luck in the future. And uh, I hope we can chat down the road when you guys expand this even more. Definitely. Sure. Thank you so much. is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Fun conversation with Mike and Sarah from What's My Pot. Uh, we will have one hitters with Mike and Sarah a couple of days from now. Uh, probably come out uh, Friday or Saturday. Uh, you can check it all out at uh, Cannabis101podcast.ca. Uh, and uh, for those of you that are watching on our uh, YouTube or the WeTube channel, uh, we appreciate that very much. Uh, if you didn't know we had one, you do now. So if you're listening and you want to check out uh, the setup that we have here and uh, uh, some really cool stuff that uh, we think we do here, especially on What's That Strain, where we give you a uh, good look at the cannabis that we are exploring. 
you can check it out. YouTube and the WeTube is where you can find us to watch us here on uh, the Cannabis 101 podcast. What's happening? We'll tell you right now on This Week in Cannabis News. David Wiley from Okanagan Z joining me, as you can always follow them on Twitter at Okanagan Z or at Wiley Writer. Check them out online at okanaganz.com slash OZ. Sign up for their newsletter and get the latest in cannabis news. David, welcome back to the show. How are you? Hello, my friend. I'm doing really well. How about yourself? I am excellent. Uh, the sun has been shining the last few days in Edmonton and uh we are getting closer and closer to spring. Um, the one thing I will tell you that uh, I guess I'm not terribly pleased about is uh, that uh, once again, uh, the government, and this time I'm talking about the government of Alberta, uh, is imposing more taxes. This time it's a vape tax, uh, bringing the tax, uh, if you want to buy a vape this spring in Alberta to over 44%. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening in in the other provinces, but that's just uh, that's just uh, just crazy. And all you're doing is making the black market smile even more. Well, welcome to the club. Yeah. We've been paying a twenty percent tax here in British Columbia on uh, vapes, and those are those pen vapes. So uh, all the different types of extraction vaporizers and distillates and CO two and hydrocarbon. Uh, however, they're doing it these days. Those smart folks at the at the cannabis producer um, factories. <laughs> um, so yeah, here we are. Alberta's paying tax on tax on tax, just like we are uh, across the country. Unfortunately, it's starting to feel a little bit like that uh, tax grab, where you know, we just want to enjoy our legal vape. Uh, and that are approved by Health Canada so that we know that we're using a safe product and it feels like the government is throwing up roadblocks, unfortunately. And like you said, this is good news for the black market uh, as they're going to be paying a lot less. Um, those of us who like to err on the side of caution, these products that uh, that we, we feel are deemed safe and approved, uh, unfortunately suffer. And that's that's the bizarre thing about this. I feel like once again we're getting mixed messages that Health Canada says these are great and they're safe and we're good to use them, and then you've got provincial government saying, "Well, actually, I think that we're just going to make it harder for you to use it because we don't know how we feel about them." And um, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a good scene for us uh, cannabis lovers. You know, uh, listen, I'm not uh, naive uh, enough to think that we were going to get legalization without taxes. And, and listen, I, I, I'm okay paying taxes. That's how our roads get <laughs> fixed and everything. So I am not against taxes. What I'm against is a money grab tax. And that's what this mm -hmm. is. You know, when, when Manitoba, it's close to zero and every other province is below seven. And the uh, the tax in Alberta on flour is twenty four percent, twenty four and a half percent, and now you add this on it, uh, it's exactly what's going to happen. Is people are going to be like, you know what? I just can't afford it there, but I need my cannabis. I'm going to the black market, and that's just dangerous. That is absolutely dangerous, in my opinion. This government is sending people to the black market. 
And if those people mm-hmm. ingest poisonous chemicals, that's on the government. And they're making it harder for everyone in the chain. Right. I, I mean, the government takes its, uh, you know, 44 pounds of flesh in this case. And what does that leave for margins when it comes to the producers and the stores? And unfortunately, it just gets added on to the consumer. Yeah, hopefully something changes because uh, it's just uh, it's it's a recipe for failure um, when it comes to a, a retail vantage point. Uh, and, and you know what? It's the retailers that bear the brunt of it uh, because they're the people selling it and they're the people that consumers uh, complain to. So... It's mm-hmm. it's really unfortunate. Uh, let's talk about something positive. Uh, the growing summit uh, that will be taking place at the end of this month uh, and early April in Kelowna. You're pretty excited about this. This is shaping up to be a pretty cool event. Uh, it's being held March 31st, April 1st at the Laurel Packing House in downtown Kelowna. And that's a, in itself a historic venue that celebrates you know the growing prowess of the Okanagan and really the BC interior. Now, British Columbia has earned a reputation over the years for growing some of the best bud that you can find. And this is a great time for those producers that are uh, the growers from the legacy market and the growers from the legal market to come together, uh, talk about different ways to transition into the legal market, share growing tips and growing secrets. I mean, they're talking about all of their, uh, the growers are going to geek out at this conference talking about different kinds of fertilizers and different kinds of soil and nutrients and really stuff that I have no idea about. What I'm looking forward to is hanging out on the sidewalk with all these fine folks who have uh, an incredible experience growing amazing products and, you know, maybe getting a sample here and there mm-hmm. so I can see what they're, what they're producing. That sounds like a fun time for me. Uh, you know, from a more professional standpoint, this is a great opportunity for uh, people to, to hit up the keynote speakers. Dan Sutton from Tantos Labs is one of the big keynotes. Awesome. And there's going to be a lot of different uh, smaller workshops where people can really dig in and, uh, and, and learn from the experience that's going to be uh, at this wonderful event. And so I'm really looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's the Growing Summit. You can find it online, growingsummit.com. And uh, anyone that's uh, that's interested in coming out to this uh, can actually get a discount if they use a 420S code, uh, and that'll give 20% off, and uh, every little bit counts, especially if you're traveling to the Okanagan from elsewhere in Canada. Awesome. That is great. Get your discount and go meet... Uh, one of, uh, you know, the people I look up, up to and and uh, really enjoy their product, uh, Dan Sutton from Tantalus Labs. And I also like what you said about um, the, whatever you call it, legacy rec or, or legacy black market, gray market, whatever term you want to use, mm-hmm. non, <laughs> non-legal. Uh, 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 um, there, there's got to be a way to bring those two worlds together because there is so much knowledge from that part of the world um, if those people can conform to the laws, there's got to be a way to bring the two worlds together, don't you think? I think so. There's so much experience there. And it, we suffered some pretty intense growing pain trying to go from a, a smaller grow operations to big, large factory floors. Uh, and yeah, the Internet just loves to joke about that the secret ingredient here seems to be crime and producing really good buds. So, yeah, let's bring those worlds together. 
All right. Uh, now from the world of lack of common sense, I am calling this one. I believe the BC grandfather in this story may have had a starring role in Reefer Madness when it was released at some point because he's really upset that uh, cannabis was available as a prize at a hockey tournament that his grandson uh, won in a raffle. Yeah, Keith uh, Reddle is his name, and his grandson plays with other kids that are about seven and eight years old in the Dawson Creek Minor Hockey Association. They were having a fundraiser, as, as we do, and uh, one of the prizes up for grabs provided by one of the teams was uh, actually a really cool gift basket, about $200 worth of, uh, worth of legal cannabis products. And just taking a look at, I mean, it's Aurora Drift chocolates and experiments and capsules. Like, this is this is a, a pretty cool prize pack. Uh, but not according to Keith, unfortunately. He, he says that really this kind of cannabis has no place in minor sports. And uh, he says that he was a policeman for 32 years and try to protect people from stuff like this. Uh, it just breaks my heart a little bit. I wonder if he went out and contacted the media when Julian Fantino, former police chief over in Toronto, started making cash off legal cannabis despite his storied uh, career in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's kind of a weird double standard. We talk about those all the time. I go to fundraising events. Uh, you know, I've got some young kids and go to fundraising events for PAC or for sports, whatever organization. And you know, no one bats an eye when they're giving away a basket full of wine. Uh, but as soon as you fill it with cannabis chocolates, all of a sudden that's a problem. I don't see it. Yeah, it's a, it's a ridiculous double standard. Uh, I, I love his quote where he says, no, son, there was bad drugs in the chocolate. Well, that's just a bunch of bullshit, first of all, because it's a plant. Um, and uh, this this guy, uh, I don't know him, but he sounds like he has done very little research on cannabis. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it's a double standard. Uh, you know, I go in wine survivors all the time for minor hockey. Let's do a cannabis survivor then instead. Like, I, I'm just so sick of the hypocritical attitude from people and the the ignorance that this guy is clearly showing uh, in his comments in this situation. I mean, get real, like really do some research and 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 don't sound so ignorant is is what I want to say to people. I don't I just don't get it. This is one of those draws too, right? Where it's not a just a random pick. You have to go around to the different tables and yes. look at what's being offered yes. and put your name into the corresponding bag in front of the prize. Right. So it was clearly marked as a prize for adults and it was clearly marked as cannabis. And it wasn't on display, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was just a listing of the things that were available. So, yeah, it's it's not random. The name was put in not by the grandfather, but by the, the, the dad, I believe. Um, so, you know, it's. So there's a little bit of separation there. Um, I just I shake my head. Yeah, all I can do is shake my head. Yeah, uh, he said drugs should never be at sporting events. Well, I guess they'll never sell beer at that arena uh, either. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe just do a, a better job of uh, watching your grandson and, and what he's doing. Uh, maybe that's the uh, the the kind of lesson, and, and don't let him uh, put it in the draw. I don't know. I just I I'm I'm baffled why people are making such a big deal out of that story. It just doesn't. It blows my mind. It's crazy. All right, let's end with uh, some good news, and that is that uh, pot drinks 
CBD, THC are on the way. I was in uh, a couple of stores and I saw the coolers ready and waiting. They're empty now, but they will be full soon. How excited are you about this? Oh, I, I, I can't wait. These are some of the products that I'm most looking forward to, to trying. Uh, I, I just, I love fizzy drinks in, in all forms. So to have cannabis in a fizzy drink is great. We've, we've been waiting, and now the uh, Montreal is reporting that according to the SQDC, which is the cannabis uh, retailer, provincial cannabis retailer in Quebec, says that cannabis growth drinks are going to be on sale mid-March. Um, that's a shock. As far as I'm concerned, there's no real lead-up to this. Um, Canopy hasn't even made an official announcement, so fingers crossed that, that uh, the journal de Montreal actually has it correct. Um, but that's what they're saying. So mid-March, we're going to see these drinks. They're going to be fizzy ones. There's still no word yet on Hexo. And uh, I'm not 100% sure whether or not they've got all of the licenses that they need, in particular at their bottling facility. Uh, so hopefully we'll be hearing more about Hexo's timeline for their drinks. Um, but we're starting to see the rollout, and that is something to look forward to. For sure. Uh, drinks on the way. Uh, we've talked about teas in the past, the CBD. Uh, now THC tea bags have uh, hit the stores in Edmonton as well. So uh, if you're into tea, that'll tide you over until the fizzy drinks get here, and then we can all have a real kind of a party. Yes, sir. All right, David. Thanks, as always, for joining me on This Week in Cannabis News. You can check things out on Twitter at OkanaganZ, at Wiley Writer, and the website OkanaganZ.com slash OZ. Until next week, David, have a great one. Talk to you then. This is the Cannabis 101 Podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis store manager and educator. Another edition of What's That Strain, and in honor of uh, today's uh, LP that has produced this uh, wonderful strain for us, we have uh, Pineapple Express playing on one of the TVs today. Obviously a great Seth Rogen uh, flick, and we have a great Seth Rogen-inspired, uh, maybe, uh, strain? I'm not really sure. But Chris Ionson, my good friend uh, from Nova Cannabis, is joining me. Of course, he is from Nova Cannabis, Jasper Ave, where uh, things have been busy. We're also out in uh, Edson recently, where it's really busy as well. Yeah, that's right. I was in Edson last week. Uh, we opened up uh, Nova Cannabis with their, uh, on Valentine's Day. Nice. And uh, it's, it's the only uh, cannabis shop in Edson right now. So, uh, yeah, busy store. I mean, we open the doors, uh, you know, 1.30 p.m. And uh, people are, you know, lined up to get in there. Um, it's going really well. Uh, formerly, uh, the people at Edson were going to uh, Hinton and Whitecourt, too. Just too far. Yeah, too far. So now we got a store there. So it's great. Uh, finally, it's open. Um, the city of Edson really well received. Uh, so it's going really well there. So that's nice. And then Jasper Ave is also... Uh, just just uh, doing great. Uh, we're getting uh, 
a lot of cool new products every week. We get some mm-hmm. new fun stuff in and yeah, it's going well. Awesome. That is good to hear. So uh, today uh, we are doing houseplant uh, and it's a sativa. Uh, it's called sativa. So we know it's a sativa. So it's sativa <laughs> from houseplant and we're going to get into the specifics of that in a second, but let's uh, little discuss houseplant a little bit. Uh, of course, that has an involvement with Seth Rogen, hence why we have it playing on the TV in the background. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this is this is a brand that I've, I've been waiting to come to Alberta for mm-hmm. since I first heard, heard about, about it. it. So so I just when I heard the fact that Seth Rogen's doing a cannabis, cannabis brand, brand uh, exciting, exciting me because in terms, in terms of like celebrities, comedians, he's just, he's just always, always been, been a, you know, know, for the good, the good of the green. green. And he's Canadian. And he's Canadian too, yeah. So really pumped about it. It was in other provinces for a little bit. Alberta just got it here. High quality stuff, definitely. Sativa, uh, uh, really, 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 really nice stuff. stuff. Uh, well, let's, let's get, get in the house plant. Sounds good, yeah. Uh, uh, so, this so brand, brand has been in the works since uh, 2013. Uh, it's the brainchild of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. And uh, those are the guys that gave us uh, you know, Super Bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, the movie is based, based on, on them. Yeah, Seth and Evan. <laughs> yeah, they've written some awesome stuff. Yeah, for sure they have. Um, it, was, it was in the comedy, it's always hilarious stuff. I always wonder that, like, you know, when they're writing this stuff, do they, they just, just sit around, around smoking smoke a bunch of joints? joints and, and, We'll record, record it, write it, write it down, down. You the best, best ideas. ideas yeah. you For sure. Got some uh, cannabis uh, motivation. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, the uh, house plant was launched, though, uh, in March of 2019, 2019 under the Canopy Growth, growth umbrella. umbrella. So, uh, really big partnership there. Uh, Canopy Growth is one of the uh, largest cannabis companies globally. Mm-hmm. Um, they operate out of Smith Falls, Ontario. Former Hershey factory, which is uh, very yeah. famous, right? Yeah, that's right. The Hershey factory. Yeah, now it's the, the Tweed factory. Awesome. Um, so, uh, and they were actually, actually the, first the first cannabis company, company to be publicly, publicly traded, traded like on the stock market, market which is wow. really cool. So, so uh, they've got, got a lot, lot, of, a lot capital, of capital, uh, uh, a global, global pull, too, which is really, really neat. neat. Uh, the brands they offer on the rec side, uh, they've got Tweed. Uh, on the medicinal side, they've got Spectrum Therapeutics. Um, going back to Rec, uh, we've got DNA Genetics. Mm-hmm. That's the most awarded cannabis brand there is. Which they, they have cannabis and genetics from them as well, yeah, not just uh, cannabis. Yeah, that's right. They do seeds, genetics. Uh, we've talked about them before. They're my cannabis heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they invented Sour Kush, Chocolope, LA Con. Um, just seem like legends. Uh, Tokyo Smoke is also under the uh, canopy umbrella as well. Mm-hmm. It's a recreational cannabis as well as uh, retail stores across Canada. Uh, they have Doja, Doja uh, which, which is from the Okanagan, 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 Okanagan Valley. Valley. Uh, it's, it's premium, premium handcrafted flower with a rebellious spirit and a respect for the land. land. Uh, and then there's also Vanderpump, which is Vanderpump, which is a female-focused cannabis brand, which is pretty cool. We've had a few strains come through our store. They've also got LBS, which is a premium rec market flower, oil, and caps. Yeah, yeah. There, there's people that may have heard of a guy named Snoop Dogg uh, at some point uh, yeah. with that, uh, but it's called LBS uh, when you go into the store. Yeah, it is. Um, and now, and now we have Houseplant uh, that's that's come out uh, under the canopy umbrella there, and that's a premium rec brand. Uh, it's kind of aimed for like the the canisseur. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's pretty exciting. And then Future Ventures they have a, a Martha Stewart collaboration is coming up soon, and as well as uh, Drake is doing a more life growth company and he's going to be getting into the cannabis biz nice uh with 
canopy help them out. I'm, I'm guessing the uh, the Martha Stewart uh, line that's going to come out is uh, going to be delicious, if anything, right? That we we know it'll be it'll be delicious. Um, Houseplant was was five years in the making, and and a lot of work went into this. They they did not rush this out, did they? No, they didn't. They definitely did the research, research the, the uh, planning, uh, kind of figuring out uh, what, what direction the brand, brand wants to go, looking, looking into strain genetics. Uh, really not rushing it, which is, which is good, and, mm-hmm. and because what we have today now available for us is an amazing product. Um, their goal and their mission is to educate people and help them learn to love, to love cannabis, cannabis, just, just as, as the company's, company's founders, founders do. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so. Uh, I'm thinking cannabis goes into a lot of the creativity as well, and and they're such big fans of the the plant. They just said, let's have our own house plant. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> that had to be something about how the uh, the conversation is going. I mean, those movies are way too funny to not be inspired by cannabis. Yeah. And 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 by the way, you know, Seth and and Evan, you're you're always welcome to. Come, Come hang out here in, in the marsh and podcast alley, and uh, we'll roll up a fatty of houseplant, and we'll all kick back and relax. So, so it, 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 I'm sure they're fans of the Cannabis 101 podcast. Yeah, yeah. So there's there, there's an open invite for them. But I love it. They're so they're they're passionate about it, and they seem to to you know transition that passion into the production of their cannabis. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and it's noticeable in the quality. Both times that I've seen their sativa and their indica, like just the nugs themselves are. Properly trimmed, covered in trichomes, like uh, what a sativa should be, what an indica should be, uh, and the effects are are tremendous. If, w- worth checking out. If you're sure. watching it on uh, our YouTube or the WeedTube channel, you will see exactly what we are talking about right now because that is gorgeous. Yeah, like that is just a gorgeous sight uh, for me. So if if you're not, check out the YouTube channel and and the WeedTube to see what this looks like uh, before you run out and uh, and get it. So I, I love that their goals and mission kind of centers around education and uh, they're they're also funny though they have those hilarious videos that they produce yeah like the the 80s styles uh, videos on uh, on their social media educating consumers on on the cultivars uh, how to consume cannabis how to roll joints even yeah um, all so- stuff new people could yeah. learn or people like myself with a lot of experience that just has no patience for learning how to roll yeah I could yeah. probably learn from them yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's super funny too. Like the music too is just real retro, even the way that it's filmed. Uh, <laughs> kind of looks got that retro feel. Well, yeah. Did Did you ever watch Freaks and Geeks? I did. Such a great show. Yeah, for sure. Such a great show, and that has that '80s feel to it, right? Yeah. So you know, Seth Rogen is a child of the '80s, so yeah, for I love sure. it. Um, another cool thing about houseplant strains, uh, they come with an easily identifiable design mm-hmm. uh, and branding to help customers differentiate. Uh, the high quality products that they offer. So uh, the sativa has vertical lines kind of going up and down and mm-hmm. that's because they're up and ready to go just like the sativa is going to make you feel. You can see that there on the uh, on the shot. Um, their uh, indica has horizontal lines like they're laying down for a nap, a little bit more chill. And the hybrid has uh, diagonal lines because they're right in between. Kind of yeah, it's right on the logo, uh, yeah. on the website, on the the actual uh, tub that it comes into. Uh, so it makes it as easy and simple as possible if you're if you're wondering what each one is, right? Yeah, totally. Uh, they also did uh, three limited edition houseplant vinyl records, not not just three copies. They did three, three, <laughs> <laughs> very limited. Uh, no, they did three. Um, 
Free vinyl yeah. records uh, for each cultivar. So they made a sativa record, a houseplant sativa record. It's got some upbeat kind yeah. of energizing music. And then they've got an indica one that's a bit more chill and a hybrid one that's right in the middle. Well, listen, we, we both know that, uh, that, that music goes hand in hand oh, yeah. uh, with cannabis, whether you're a musician uh, or whether you are like uh, yourself or up cannabis and you play music for your plants, and I'm sure a lot of other people do that, yeah. uh, or whether you're like me, and this isn't exactly music, but I like to pair cannabis with movies. By the way, I could not find La Strada anywhere to watch <laughs> last after last week. But, you know, I love to take my Edison cannabis and pair it with, uh, with a movie. So it's great that they did that. And hopefully they, they bring some of that... Uh, those vinyl records back because man, wouldn't you, wouldn't you love to listen to the music they specifically paired with this? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I did check out the playlists on, on all three of the records. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't recognize a, a single artist, which I think that's kind of cool. I like yeah, that. I, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to go check it out and maybe make a playlist then. Yeah, for sure. It's out there. I, uh, I found it on the Google machine. All right. I'll check into that. Uh, okay. So, um, education uh, funny videos uh the logo on the lines uh, uh uh limited edition records what else do these guys have going uh yeah so like currently what they offer up uh, in in retail stores uh here in canada uh the three cultivars they've got the sativa the hybrid the indica mm -hmm. uh they come in three and a half gram packages uh pre-rolls packs packs yep. of two as well as capsules um once beverages are good to go uh we're gonna see houseplant drinks as well so awesome that's exciting um totally there's a lot of buzz with the with the product i've had people come into my store all week like hey you guys have houseplant now finally and uh and it is selling so yeah because it's been available exciting. in a lot of other places as well yeah it has and I've, I've been jealous of that for for so long for months and so it's finally here um uh, the stuff is you know High quality buds, super fresh. It's uh, totally I ideal for the the canisseur, for, for the guy who, mm -hmm. or the, the the cannabis consumer that you know really wants to, you know, try that high quality stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, perfect for that. And it's like super fresh too. Yeah, it is. Um, and geez, the stuff we had was packed in February. Yeah, so, early February. Yeah, so that's uh, that's real fresh. Um, hopefully, hopefully one day we get to see, see like, like a, you know, you know they, they do a pineapple, pineapple express, express yeah. or, 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 or a snickle fritz kush. I would like that. Uh, oddly enough though, uh, there's a, an LP out there, Delta nine. They, they do have a, a snickle mm. fritz kush. They're a uh, retail outlet as well too. Yeah, they are. Yeah, in Manitoba, Manitoba, I was, uh, stopped in one of those stores. Um, you know, what's also cool is Seth Rogen is really active when it comes to houseplant, particularly on social media. Like he he re, re responds and reaches out to people on social media. Yeah, he does for sure. Uh, so just, just yesterday, yesterday uh, one, uh, of one of my staff, staff at my Jess Brasford, Dan, Dan, Dan Huber, Huber, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he put, put a, a comment out on, on Twitter saying, saying you know, hey, we, we got, got some finally house came, came in to, to, to Alberta. And he showed me that Seth Rogen liked his tweet. So he's paying attention. Yeah, he was, Daniel was super pumped about that. Yeah, David Wiley from Okanagan Z, who does this week in cannabis news with me, had a a good back and forth with Seth Rogen on instagram as well about the about the product so yeah. you you can tell he's passionate you know, you know a, he's a he's canadian, canadian and, and he wants, wants people, people to, to like the product, the product uh, because, because i think, I we're, think more we're more polite, polite as, as, as canadians, canadians. As, you, know, you know some, some other people, people are just expect, expect you to like it we just want you to like it and b he's passionate about the product so it shows in how he interacts with people on social media that that he cares yeah absolutely uh, I, I've also heard that uh, within the canopy, uh, the canopy group, 
uh, for like employees of the month, uh, they'll actually get a, a personalized video from uh, Seth and Evan saying like, you know, like, hey, hey Dean, great, <laughs> great job, job on, on the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you know, from, from them, them, from wherever, wherever they, they are. are. Um, We're on the set of Blank Movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, how cool is that to get Seth Rogen kind of oh, calling you out by name saying that, you're doing a great job. That is, uh, that is definitely awesome. Uh, okay, so let's go on to the uh, little bit of the history of this. Uh, you know, it's a sativa. Um, and we know what sativa it is, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, so uh, it, it is Chemdog is the is the strain that was used for this uh, houseplant sativa. Uh, it was it was originally it was out there, um, and then they, they kind of scaled back on it, decided to go back to just calling it the sativa. But uh, mm-hmm. we are aware that uh, the genetics is, is Chemdog, which is a pretty legendary strain uh, with kind of some mysterious background to it. Uh, but definitely a cool background story uh, involving the Grateful Dead that we yeah. should probably share. I love. Lay that on me. Yeah. So uh, in uh, June 1991, uh, Noblesville, Indiana, there was a Grateful Dead concert. Uh, and um, the Grateful Dead concerts have been long been known to be like a, a nexus for cannabis trades and, and seed sharing. And, um, you know, this this one concert is, is uh, no exception to that. Uh, so... Um, there was a guy there, there uh, named Chem Dog, Dog, and he was, uh, he was the man, man that actually discovered the Chem Dog strain. Um, as the story goes, Chem Dog met uh, Peepa, Joe Brand, Brand in the parking lot, lot and purchased an ounce of, uh, of a strain called Dog Bud. <laughs> uh, and Dog Bud was named, uh, named Dog Bud because of its tendency to make the smoker roll over like a dog. And uh, one ounce of it uh, back then cost 500 bucks. Um, Wow. Yeah, a little. It's a, it's a steep ticket, but I mean that's ninety one, uh, and it's also in the, in, in the states. Yeah. Uh, uh, where, you know, uh, cannabis, cannabis was a little bit more expensive. expensive. Sure. Um, and, and so, so loved, loved this dog, dog bud. bud. Uh, so, he, so he, like, you, like, you know, a few, few weeks, weeks later, later, he asked, he asked uh, Joe, Joe to mail him a few more ounces, more ounces uh, to his home, his home and, and one of the ounces, ounces contained thirteen seeds. He popped the first four of the seeds. Uh, one plant was a male, and unfortunately, he discarded it. He regretted doing that. Ah, uh, yeah. Because the other three kind of produced this this chem dog, uh, and he could have, you know, made some real nice uh, crossbreeding with it with that male plant. Um, so the three females were dubbed uh, Chem Dog was the first one, uh, which is now known as Chem ninety one mm-hmm. after the, named after the year that it was founded. Uh, and then there was Chem Dog A, which is now known as Chem Sister, and then there was Chem Dog B. Uh, the 91 immediately became the most desirable and went on to serve as the parent for a lot of popular, popular strains, strains like, like uh, sour, sour Diesel, OG Kush, uh, and those and strains, those strains went, went on to father, father parent, parent uh, sure. or other legendary, legendary strains. Like some of the noteworthy strains, so Chem Dog is now circulating in a few different versions. There are some that lean on the sativa side, and you will see some Chem Dog as well on the indica side things too. So it kind of depends on where the genetics went with it. Not this one today, though. No, Housefly is definitely a sativa for sure. I have tried it. It is very uplifting, a lot of fun. Really tasty. Okay. Uh, when you go to houseplant.com, uh, the one thing I love is they list the terpene percentages of their strains. I absolutely love that. You know me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, less, less than, than a year, year ago, ago, I didn't I know what the hell a terpene, terpene was. was and, and now, now I, that's, that's all, all I buy my cannabis by is yeah. uh, the terpene profile. So I, I absolutely love it. And I love that they let us know exactly is, is what is in this particular strain or their indica or their sativa. So we'll, we'll get into that terpene profile in a bit, but great that they do that on their website. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. 
I like that they give as much. Uh, I like uh, when when people give as much information as they can. Yeah, yeah I, like I like the transparency. Yeah, yeah. Tell, tell us everything you can about it, and, and you know. If, it's, it's up, up to me to decide, decide whether, whether if that's, that's useful or That's right. Or not, put, put it out, out there for me. That's right. Uh, this is uh, 20% on this uh, batch uh, that uh, I picked up, This uh, the tub. And uh, when we talk about the name, it's obviously not hard to figure out. It's called Sativa. <laughs> yeah. uh, but why do you think they went with Sativa Indica Hybrid for their first three strains? Because, you know, maybe there's going to be more and there's going to be different names. But why do you think they kept it simple? I think I think with that um, to try not to have like too too many skews out there. I mean, uh, okay. to keep it to you know sativa, indica, um, and hybrid. Uh, but also too, let's say they they run into a, an issue with growing chem dog, uh, where you know you need to actually sub it out for a different sativa strain. Good idea. Um, yeah. Then you can kind of like it's a little bit more fluid, flexible, fluid of yeah. a change. Yeah. Than you know repackaging everything, rebranding everything. Right. They uh, could be a little bit more flexible with different strains. Yeah. If they it, wanted to change it. Yeah, it, it, just like that. Uh, but I do appreciate just calling it Sativa. There's, there's some companies they'll say like, you know, this is our uh, rise elevator, get up and go, or like chill. Like, mm. uh, I just appreciate the calling it what it is. This is our Sativa. This is our Indica. Um, yeah, it works for me. All right. Uh, the look. Uh, this, as we mentioned, was packaged in early February. Um, some places it does come in the, the videotape. I hope they bring that back at some point. I would love to have that as a uh, collectible, but uh, if you're watching it on uh, YouTube or the WeTube, you can see it is uh, the uh, bright uh, tub. It's it's not the typical plastic tub though, is it? No, no, uh, it's thick. It is a thick uh, plastic tub that uh, weighs quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, very sturdy, durable, uh, definitely like I haven't seen uh, a container like this yet. Mm -hmm. uh, as we mentioned in the past, no lip on the inside. So if you're trying to get the most out of your cannabis and you can scrape out the trichomes, it is easy to do. Uh, you, they just, you just get a little bit of a brush and they just fall right out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and with that, the, the, the VHL style box, I mean, mm. it was available in the other provinces. Uh, but I think there might there was, you know, some complaints on maybe excessive packaging. Sure. Um, but, but, I, but limited runs would be nice. Limit, yeah, totally. Right. And, you know, uh, bring it out for Christmas. <laughs> there you go. I like that. Seth Rogen's birthday, Seth and Evan's birthday. Bring the videotapes out. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or Christmas, whatever, you know, Seth and Evan maybe are more important to some people than, uh, than Christmas is. So maybe you celebrate that. I, uh, <laughs> I would, I would, uh, you know, no offense against uh, Christmas. I would rather just watch Seth Rogen movies, uh, and celebrate that over Christmas than, <laughs> and, and use this kind of a tree than any other kind of a tree. Yeah. So when we look at this and, and right now it's up on our YouTube and the WeTube, if you're watching it, it's just gorgeous. I mean, yeah. it's everything you want in, in your, your cannabis dense, dense buds. Like those, those two that we have on camera right now, thick man, they're huge. Yeah. Those will fluff out too. Huge. Uh, huge. That's huge. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, and with it too, when you when you break the nugs in half, uh, man, it just is like a nice little snap, and the trichome coverage goes all the way down into like the core of the bud, at crystals everywhere. Yeah, and it's really nice. It is dark, dark trichomes as well, or our pistols as well, right? Like yeah. you can really see them. Sometimes you get your cannabis and you have to look for it. These are staring right at you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hard to hard to miss. Uh, I like the vivid colors too. Yeah, uh, you know we've got the kind of the two tone green, but a really nice like light green to it. Yeah, um, yeah, really nice looking stuff for sure. Yeah, trichomes bursting everywhere, uh, as you mentioned. All right, uh, the terpene profile. 
Uh, and like I said, they have, they have a great listing of the percentages on their website. There's three main ones for this. Yeah, the top three. Uh, Caryophylline, which is our black pepper, kind of the spicy mm-hmm. flavors. Uh, we got Myrcene in there too. Uh, that's the earthy slash mango, right. uh, and then pining is in there as well with, mm. the, with the pine flavors. Caryophyllene is the MVT. It's the most valuable terpene in uh, the <laughs> Dean Millard rankings. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that uh, and giving different kind of, uh, uh, you know, a, a spicy earth uh, combination of taste. Um, as for desired effect, we should point out that everybody is different. Everybody yeah. reacts differently to uh, specific cannabis, but uh, what's the, the generic feel? What did you uh, uh, experience with this? Uh, a real cerebral head high with this one for sure. Uh, I find that it uh, relaxes the mind and the body. Um, I've got boosts of creativity too. I kind of was cracking jokes uh, you know, that sounded real funny in, in, <laughs> in my head. Uh, when I was... So it's another good stand-up comedian strain. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, euphoric feelings too, uh, like they kind of shoot throughout the body. I kind of noticed some tingles. Uh, definitely a mood enhancer as well. Um, yeah, it put me in a good mood. Uh, it's a bit more of a relaxative, which is nice. Uh, mm-hmm. It's still got a bit of get up and go, but it's not uh, it's not too buzzy. It's not like a kind of anxiety producing sativa, right. uh, which is nice. All right. So it's not going to put you down. Um, it's going to relax you, but it won't put you down and good, great for creativity. So uh, this is going to be a, a definitely one that I'm going to put in in my rotation. The three W's, when, what, and who is this good for? Well, when is it good for? Uh, I like it for a wake and bake. Okay. Start your day off. Uh, I think it's good to like right after work too. It would be nice, uh, mm-hmm. you know, before the evening gets a little late there. Um, what it's good for? Uh, arts and crafts, cleaning, cleaning uh, the house, doing housework, watching movies, uh, social interactions with friends. Uh, it's a nice social strain, I find. It kind of gets right. the conversation going. And uh, who it's good for? Uh, I would say that it's not for beginners. So if you're just getting into cannabis, uh, you're not going to want to jump into the uh, the houseplant sativa. Um, and that's just due to the high THC. Um, we don't want anyone tripping balls and um, you know getting that kind of paranoid and anxiety that can happen from a high THC sativa. So uh, more so for the intermediates, like a, a level two uh, would be good. Yeah. Uh, I also think it's uh, really good for for the cannabis enthusiast. Uh, you know, this, this brand was created for guys like, like you and I, Dean, where, mm-hmm. you know, we are passionate about cannabis, uh, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's for that, that person's kind of chasing that nice, that nice smoke. Uh, that's what I think it's good for. That is awesome. I, I'm really, uh, interested in, uh, diving into this, uh, further and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, experimenting it more experimenting with it more. Um, I love that it's, uh, you know, great for the morning, great for creativity. Uh, there's lots of times where I just have a lot of editing work to do or yeah. things like that in the, in the, throughout the day. This is perfect for that. This yeah. is absolutely perfect uh, for that. All right. Uh, definitely I get some, uh, so like, a, like a black dirt kind of a uh, yeah. earthy. earthy taste for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird how we describe <laughs> the, the, it, it, you just flash back to a memory or something like that, but definitely black earth dirt. Uh, and then the caryophyllene, uh, gives it that nice spice. I, I get a lot of caryophyllene on exhales Sometimes I, I really notice the spice on an exhale. I don't know if that's normal or if it's just me or, or what, but that, that sounds about right though. Yeah, for sure. I, I noticed the, the pepper kind of 
uh, in the XL yeah. typically as well. All right, um, that's good that I'm not out to lunch. And it's good that I didn't, uh, A, burn, start the mic on fire like you did a couple of weeks ago or flood the place. <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. We haven't flooded, we haven't lit anything yeah. on fire or flooded the no, studio. No disasters yet. No disasters. But I do get that. Uh, what, what else do you get? Uh, a, bi a big one for me is how smooth it is. Uh, it's very smooth. Uh, another kind of flavor thing that uh, got brought up when I was trying it out with a friend is it was like wet earth. It kind of reminded her of like wet earth. Like, uh, uh, yeah, like not like a, a, a rain downpour, just like a cool, wet, like yeah. in a forest kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. If, if I were to ever take a spoonful of wet dirt, yeah, I'd never have. But if that's you, just you know, I, well, hey, there's a, there's a first time for everything, man. Like uh, maybe yeah. you should grab a spoonful of uh, wet dirt every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not going to do that. No, that's not, <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend that. Uh, worth, worth mentioning on the taste though, um, it's got some bite, mm -hmm. uh, where, you know, when, when I say it's got some bite, I feel like, you know, after a couple of, of pulls, I, I feel, I start to feel kind of, okay, mm -hmm. I, I feel my brain percolating a bit, Okay, starting to feel the smiles come on. So it's definitely got some bite, which I appreciate in my cannabis. All right. I will, uh, I'll only have the two hits then for right now, uh, because, uh, I, I don't want to be a babbling fool. And more of a babbling fool than I, than I normally am. So, uh, okay, I'm loving this. Uh, it is sativa from Houseplant. Um, it is a, a high uh, or a heavy sativa with caryophyllene, myrcene, pinene as some of the major terpenes. And uh, this is a good one, a uh, good cerebral head high. So I'm, I'm loving it. Really quickly, let's talk about some THC tea bags that have rolled into your store. Yeah, for sure. That's uh, a new edible product that's come into the market. Uh, right now we have got some Haven Street uh, THC tea bags. Mm -hmm. uh, they're 10 milligrams of THC. Uh, just add hot water. Yep. Uh, it's citrus berry flavored. Nice. Uh, gotten some rave reviews from customers that have picked them up. We've had people come back to get more. And uh, there's also uh, CBD tea bags that are on the market. So I've had those and they're delicious. Yeah. So it's just kind ginger, of cool. uh, ginger peach or something like yeah, that. Yeah, there is. A, there's a peach rooibos. Maybe that's what, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, so yeah, it's kind of interesting to see, you know, it's not just, you know, the edibles, it's you know, chocolates, gummies, uh, cookies. Uh, now we got tea bags mm -hmm. too, which is pretty cool. I love it. And drinks on the way at some point as well. Cold yeah. drinks. Yeah, we are going to see the drinks. I mean, I do have the fridge at my shop, so mm -hmm. it's just a matter of... Uh, filling it up when they come in. Up. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, so tea bags on the way and uh, CBD tea bags were already out there. THC tea bags on the way we did sativa from houseplant there it is if you're watching on youtube or the weed tube it's absolutely gorgeous the brainchild of seth rogan and evan goldberg uh, and it is uh, as the name indicates uh it is a sativa so <laughs> this has been a lot of fun i i enjoyed this uh, i you know i am uh uh, a big fan of stories uh behind the cannabis and and this, this one, one has, has a, another, another good, good one, one as we're uh, watching, watching in the, the background, background uh, Seth, Seth Rogen hanging, hanging, hanging out with uh, Danny, Danny McBride, McBride and James Franco right now in uh, Pineapple Express. And, and I can't wait for Houseplant to come out with something like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, me too. too. All, All right, right, Chris, thanks, thanks so much for joining me on What's That, that strain? strain. Have yourself a great week, and we'll talk to you in a few days. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean. is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond.
All right, I apologize for the uh, little bit of an echo there. I uh, had a, a camera issue, but that was a lot of fun. And um, I got to watch uh, Pineapple Express again. That was good. Uh, again, Seth Evan, if you guys ever want to come uh, uh, smoke a fatty of uh, houseplant sativa indica or hybrid, uh, you're more than welcome to join me uh, here in Podcast Alley in the Marsh. Um, and that, that's going to wrap things up before we go I want to let you know that we are continuing our 420 uh, instagram followers contest we did it on facebook or on twitter rather uh and uh, once we awarded our uh, prize package when we got to 420 uh we are uh, approaching 420 and here's how it works anybody that uh follows us on instagram will be eligible for a cannabis 101 podcast prize pack once we hit 420 so you just have to be following us on Instagram. Uh, tell your friends to follow us. The faster we get to 420, the sooner you could get your prize package. And if you would like to be involved in what's that strain, you can. Uh, we're looking people for people uh, to submit a strain they want reviewed. Just email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what strain you want reviewed, and if you are the winner, you can sit in studio when we do that episode. And I'm also going to give you a $100 shopping spree uh, with my good buddy Chris as your personal shopper. So uh, the Cannabis 101 podcast will give you a $100 shopping spree. Also, you can sit in when we review your strain, and you can ask a whole bunch of questions if you would like. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me on this week's episode of the Cannabis 101 podcast. Uh, big thanks, of course, to Mike and Sarah from What's My Pot. Great website, whatsmypot.com. Uh, check it out. David Wiley from okanogans.com slash OZ. Join me for this week in cannabis news. And we did Houseplant Sativa with Chris Ionson of Nova Cannabis Jasper Ave on What's That Strain. Uh, thanks very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please subscribe and leave us a review. Also subscribe to our YouTube and the WeTube channels while you're at it. If you'd like to be a part of the show, if you think you would make a good guest or you'd like to be a part as an advertiser, please email me at cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. That is cannabis101podcast at gmail.com dot com and that is uh, pretty much gonna wrap things up here on the program uh it's been a lot of fun we didn't break anything this week which is always a bonus and we'll be back again next week uh, with the inventor of the regal cigar really looking forward to that one just remember everybody it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy see you later have a great week. Get in my
the low top stick You know the shit that's tied to a stick You get in my brain for driving me insane Oh, hello, top stick, yeah, yeah.